This is Cody Allen's podcast. This is Cody Cast. How are you? There's so much more to talk about. I mean, it's only been four days. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. How's it going? Good. Have a seat. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Welcome to the dojo. Welcome to the dojo. What does that stand for? Dojo is like... Is that a curse word in there? No. Are you going to cuss? The dojo is like where it all like is created. It's like the dojo. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Like I've never heard slide. of that. Is it uh, stand for something though? Like yeah, the dojo is like like it's there's dope a definition. joint. No, no, no. Is it not like short for that? Japanese. No, a dojo is like where like mm. like the source of where something's created. It's like. Uh, like yeah. a really, the epicenter really of the place. creativity. Yeah. I think it's short for dope yes. joint. I was thinking dope joint too. <laughs> I can't think of joint. anything else it could be. The dojo. The dojo with Runaway June. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. I all dare the, you. Here's the problem is I don't know if all the microphones are working. Can you speak into yours? Check, 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 check. That seems check. to be working. Hey, hey, hey. Check, Naomi's check, Naomi's is working. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Boogie, okay. boogie. I think we can start now. <laughs> Runaway <laughs> June is here. With a brand new album out, Blue Roses, on Friday, June 28th. Make sure you grab that. Blue Roses. And by the way, there are none, because I looked it up. There are no such thing. Is there? Is well, there you such gave thing? us some. You gave us the... Well, they <laughs> spray There painted. are such things. <laughs> they were spray yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't grow in the wild. So, like, the definition of a blue rose would be kind of like, you know, the unobtainable, the mysterious, um, mm. something that, you know... It takes multiple things to create, and uh, so it kind of is metaphoric for our, our record. But, but actually, this I is need. a very special song, I know, for you personally, because it really yeah. is about, um, you know, a, yeah. a, a loved one yes. who left, right? Yes, uh, this song is uh, really important It's uh, to, to me personally and to us as a band. We've all lost people that we love, um, but when we wrote this song, I, I wrote this song with my brother in my heart, and he was killed in a car accident a few years ago, and... Um, so every time I, we performed this song, I was singing it for him, and uh, it became pretty difficult for me to perform. We actually stopped playing it for a while because I would cry on stage. It was I was overwhelmed, you know. Um, but I learned really quickly. I would look out into the crowd, and I would see a lot of other people having the same reaction that I was having. And I was like, you know what? That's what my job is. That's what that's that's the beauty of music is it brings everyone together it invokes emotion and so many everyone here has lost someone sure. that they love so we're not alone in that it equalizes everyone and it's a important song it's a great song uh, and you. it's a melancholy song but the rest of the album is very upbeat i mean that's mm. what i love about it i love the first track head over heels because these ain't my head over <laughs> Heels. Yeah. You got that. I just, how about that how twist? How clever is that? <laughs> That's clever. It um, really, it, like that, when our co-writer, Jared yeah. Mullins, came in with that idea, we were all like, oh, uh, okay. And then the song <laughs> just kind of wrote itself after yeah. that because it was such a fun idea. Well, it is a fun idea because it ain't no booty call song. It's about, it's about like, I'm not coming over to your place just because yeah. I got these hot heels on. <laughs> um, to be honest, it's like, you know, she was doing that. We've all kind of been there where, we, where we've been in a situation, maybe a little too long, and um, but this one's kind of like it's you, got you're, my other shoes yeah on you're like yeah got my walking yeah. shoes yeah you're like <laughs> walking out of here smashing right into the, the middle of a moment where she's like not no mo not no mo uh, i am too is also on there uh which is a song written by busby right busby? yeah busby? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Busby. when keith urban comes in he talks about busby <laughs> songs with busby doing songs with busby making production in the studio with busby that's busby, really busby. good yeah, on the radio they don't know keith's not in here when you're doing that that's crazy <laughs> uh so uh that song is so great too i feel like you have like a handful of like 
potential singles on here oh, that are like you. huge Jeez. hits. Thank Gosh. you so much. Not just potential singles, but huge hits. That's thank what I mean. You. That's a big compliment coming from yeah. you because you hear a lot of music. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't give compliments you. easily. You know that. <laughs> we had yeah, to draft that one out just yeah. to see y'all. <laughs> yeah. You did the pry and twist my arm to get any, anything nice out of me ever. <laughs> um, speaking of nice, uh, Carrie Underwood, you're touring with right now. And I had the honor to be uh, in the crowd last week for the St. Louis show. And I was so impressed by you guys. Oh, thank uh, you. And I love Carrie, of course. So tell us something you've learned about Carrie, sort of behind the scenes that maybe we don't know. Something, um, you know, as you've gotten to know her a little better on this tour. Carrie is like a little rock star. I think people maybe maybe don't know they know that, that. she. Huh? <laughs> they know they that. know that she's a rock star, but I mean, like, she loves like '80s metal and right. and it's like she's always know, her, in a Motley Crue yeah, shirt when she's she has a here. weird dark side. Yes, yeah, she, she she loves really horror does. movies. She looks I, like a little Polly Pocket, and then she's like <laughs> she she wants to watch people be murdered, and mm -hmm. she's like, put on the metal, you know. That uh, was like the so first way funny. that I bonded I with Carrie was because I love horror movies too, <laughs> and like I just wouldn't have thought that she liked them and she was kind of a little shy like first days of rehearsals or whatever and the night before I had watched the movie Hereditary which is like a horror movie oh and I was like oh I watched Hereditary last night and then Carrie just turns around she's like really? And then, like, immediately just started like getting into horror movies I was like oh I gotcha I well, get you like 80s hair band stuff that she yeah. loves yeah. I mean, yeah she puts like 80s metal music in her show she walks out to like take me down to the Paradise City and then she's yeah. got Aerosmith and like all kinds of yeah. stuff she mm -hmm. loves the rock it's a, hard when you've got such a huge stage like you do at the Cry Pretty Tour 360. See, I got the... You got it. I got, you got it all. I said the first time, a Cry Pretty 360 tour, and her people were they there. Corrected. They corrected. Cry Pretty were like, Tour 360. No. Cut. Edit. <laughs> Cry Pretty Tour 360. Okay. Anyway, um, so is it difficult for... I mean, you got three of you here, so it's, is it not hard, it's not hard to work that stage when you've got three people. It is because, you know, we we've, we started off and have always played kind of the same type of stage for fairs and festivals, opening for other acts. It's like, you know, the same formation, and then there might be a long catwalk, so you kind of learn how to work that type of a stage. But with this one, we had to learn to split up and still keep that connection between us three and project it and, mm -hmm. and learn how to entertain as an audience of that size. And Carrie lets us access her whole stage. So it it, requ it required an entirely different show for us. It really has pushed us as entertainers and um, we've grown quite a bit mm -hmm. from, from using that stage. So we're really thankful for that. Because it's not just the size and it's not just the yeah. amount of people there, but people are in front of you, they're in back of you, they're below you, they're above mm -hmm. you. I mean, it's so crazy. So mm -hmm. you really have to like, totally rethink how you're performing. It's mm -hmm. like it's 360 or something. It's like it's the 360 <laughs> yeah. stage. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, we Were Rich is one of these songs I also enjoy off the, uh, enjoyed off the new album um, out on, by the way, it's June 28th, as in Runaway June. How brilliant <laughs> is this marketing plan? <laughs> I mean, who's Thanks. We're like, we don't care about anything else as long as it's out in June. <laughs> like, we just gotta make that happen. How long is, have you been sitting on the album, by the way? Not actually literally sitting on it, but um, how long have you been, uh, has it been sitting ready to go? Not long. Yeah. Like we've been working on it for really. We've been writing for it for four years. We've been recording it for two years, um, but pretty much like kind of down to the wire because we were really um, on the road the last year, just nonstop. So we were just trying to squeeze in recording when we could. So it's pretty much like we only just finished the vocals on it. You know, maybe a month and a half, two months ago or something. Mm -hmm. So not long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the song track has changed. You know, we had other songs that were uh, in consideration for it, and then we've been able to get in the room with some in, some of the best writers in the world you know in the last year or two and um it just has changed our writing it's changed the songs that have come on the table so it just 
now feels like the time. It feels like we have them now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We Were Rich, I mentioned, um, it's really a song about not having it all, but feeling like you do, mm. which I think yeah. really rang true to me. How, how did that ring true for you guys too? Because I feel like, first of all, I've known you a, a little while and you've been working hard on making this happen. And I'm gonna get to all your crazy success in a second, but <laughs> um, does it feel like you, that song sort of meant something a little more to kind of your journey? Yeah, and um, that was actually a song, an outside song. We didn't write that. And it, we were in a pitch meeting, and I love Naomi describes it. She's like, it's like when you're smelling perfumes, everything just starts smelling the same. We'd been played so many songs, just everything sounded the same. And then they played that song, and all of us were like, oh, my God, play it over again, cried. And I just think that it's so relatable. You know, we all have, have our own story, but um, that's that's down to like what really matters, you know? And, and you might not have it all, but you really do actually. Yeah. It mm -hmm. kind of reminded me of like the house that built me when, when we heard that song for the first time. It's like everyone has a house or houses that built them. And that, that song really has the same type of a vibe. Everyone that's heard it is like, that's my childhood. I did that. I pulled yeah. the cushions off the couch. Yeah. You know, I had, Camping. you know, yeah, one yeah. bathroom sink. And you know, it's, it's a really, really special song. So Naomi, if you won the Powerball lottery <laughs> and you actually got super rich overnight. <laughs> Okay. What Two bathroom sinks. <laughs> yeah, seven. <laughs> what would you actually do with that money? Um. Well, we're talking gosh, millions, millions, millions here. and millions. Okay, I would buy Maui. <laughs> um, what would you do with all the people? I would. I would create a, a dictatorship. Like a, it would be a utopia. There would be no. You think stop she's signs. joking? She's been talking about this for five years. Yeah. She's like, I want my own town. It'll be exactly wow. like I want. It's like she's a tyrant. Yeah. yeah. She would exile all the it, people from Maui. Be, See what we put up with? Public punishment. You know, like humiliation for, a pu for punishment. Oh she's gosh. like living the Handmaid's Tale over here. She yeah. Wow. It's like she literally. Oh, we man. we played a show one time in Wilson, Arkansas. Saw, which is oh, essentially that it was a, a, a family that literally just bought a town uh -huh. and so they can decide who lives there who doesn't live wow. there what the houses look like what the buildings look like and we went there and she's walking around and she's like this is what i want this like is this is it make maui great again <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be the best make yeah. maui great again gonna be like naomi <laughs> marlago <laughs> Mar naomi it's gonna be huge 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 yeah Huge. Every stop sign will be a yield. I think that's mm -hmm. my first uh, act. Every stop sign is a yield? Yeah. What are the car insurance policies going to be like? <laughs> so we're all just yielding then? Yeah, just like be aware of each other. Jeez. Well, how about let's eliminate cars altogether. Let's just go scooter. Like Scooters that. everywhere. Or yeah. golf cart. Or golf cart. Like that's why I love a good golf cart. Backtrack and also yeah. you a horse and buggy. And, and then you then put a compost you, pile yeah. out there, you'll have a cult in no time. <laughs> You know you what brings in, a cult? A, a compost yeah. pile. <laughs> Make cults great again. Kill whoever you want. There's no cops. Oh, boy. Um, one of the fun twists on the album is a Fast As You, Dwight Yoakam song, of course. Um, was that just to give us a little taste of something completely, well, it's obviously familiar, but also kind of a, a, take us on like a left turn? Well, it, it was more of showing people what it's like to see us on the road. We've been playing that song in our set from from the genesis of the band. It's just been such a part of of, uh, of who we are, and, and it's always stayed in the set consistently. We love Dwight Yoakam. We love that yeah. Bakersfield sound, and uh, we grew up listening to that music, and so when it 
our band loves playing it. It's one of our favorite parts in our set. And so when we brought that to our producer, we were like, we think this is really cool coming from a female. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you think? And and he was super into it. And I think he did a great job. And it's just a part of who we are, that song is. <laughs> uh, you guys don't change outfits uh, during your set, but Carrie does a ton in the th 360 mm -hmm. show. Cry Pretty, uh, Tour 360. Um, <laughs> Legalities, legalities. But do you change night to night? You mix up your outfits or you stick with the same ones? Like yeah, five. we change night mm -hmm. to night. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a couple basic ones where we where we rotate rotate out, but we try to like keep things new, like buy mm -hmm. a new shirt with a pair of a skirt that you've worn before mm -hmm. or something. We just try to make it fresh. The whole thing about the show though is it's so it's so such a show that you kind of have costumes. Mm -hmm. So it's like we have the I have the same five outfits that I'm kind of on rotation. It takes the thinking out of it, and they you just know you have these outfits that look great under the lights, and they're very, yeah. um, there's lots of beads and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it's it's a lot easier on, on a show like this. They're very much performance clothes when yes. I saw you come mm -hmm. out. Yeah. I was like, wow. Very oh, different thanks. than we look today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I feel like what you're wearing today is like every one of you has your own like unique sort of fashion. Yeah, Do you long you. for the day you can have multiple performance outfits during a show? No. Like oh, God, no. no? I, that we're, would stress me out. We're already stressed out enough to wear these. <laughs> one outfit. One, one outfit, yeah. yeah. Um, we're like jeans and t-shirt kind of girls. So having a show like that, where it would require, would mean that we're doing arenas and stuff like that. Ooh. So yeah, we do long for that. And along with that comes a lot more work and details. And so we're happy to take it. Yeah. I actually do multiple costume changes during most of my interviews. So did you? I have actually. This shared, I looked away, and all of a sudden, you're in a different. Oh my god! How did you change that hat this, so fast? This shared sins. Wait, <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. You got your own little uh, list. Comes up with a different hat on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, multiple hats. Uh, I think that's obvious. You do. Uh, okay. What else want to cover? Oh, how about this? The first female band in 14 years to have a top 20 hit. Hey. How about that? Thank you. Buy my own drinks. Um, so let's center on that because it's such a huge hit why do you think that one sort of has popped through for the first time in 14 years we have a female a uh, group making the top 20 why has that song been magic you think you can say what what us what a song has that it it ends up doing what it does um all we all we know is that this song has felt different from the very beginning uh we we played the song at stagecoach for the first time like four or five days after we wrote it yeah. and our band just loved it so much they were begging us <clears throat> to play it and so we were like all right let's just wing it and we did and and it, it's had more of a reaction than our previous singles that people knew and so it was just really evident that this needed to to have uh, mm -hmm. a moment and uh it's got yeah, such a cool what, like, groove. Like when you hear it, even if you're not listening to the lyrics, you're just like, good. oh, that feels good. And you kind of want to dance. And then when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, sass. Yeah, I can buy my own drinks. <laughs> and it you has know? a good <laughs> message, too, where it's like an up-tempo that's fun to listen to, but mm -hmm. like really, um, it has like a really just positive positive message that yeah. hopefully is like speaking to people. Yeah. yeah. Favorite drinks, let's go around the room. Um, what are the drinks if you're gonna buy your own or have it bought for you? Uh, if it's bought for me, a nice big glass of Camus wine. If I'm buying it, just well whiskey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Can't get crazy, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love like a high shelf tequila on the rocks. Ooh. Or some type of rum drink. High shelf tequila. Yeah, I I can't. I like that's the only kind of tequila mm. I'll drink. But like, I'm not a big drinker. So if I'm going to drink, it's gonna be something really nice that I don't feel like crap the next day. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Got to sure. drink smart. 
Gotcha. I'm with Hannah, but I would like them to buy me a bottle of Camus <laughs> if they're going to buy goes. my uh, Yeah, I drinks. guess there's no limit on size. It's yeah. not buying you a drink. I might even take a special select bottle of Camus. Uh-huh. Cody, what do How you about one of those like three liters? I do. I yeah. like, I'm not a huge wine guy, but I did try at your concert because you have this. Oh, awesome. the Duke Bourbon? The Duke Bourbon. But is that what you're talking about? Did you have some of the Duke N- Bourbon? Mm-mm. What no, were you talking about? Have... <laughs> Let me take the words out of sure... your mouth. You're talking about Duke Bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure if I had it, I would love oh, it. You would love it, it's Cody. So, delicious. so smooth. What were you so going to say, just out of curiosity? So I tried, uh, and I never had this before, red wine mixed with Sprite. What like the a, what? Like a spritzer? I, oh. I didn't know those were... At our party? God. Yes. Who the gave bartender. you that? I've uh, never had that in my life. The bartender. It was really good. Oh, no, I no, I was no. surprised no. how Is good it was. Is that kind of like a sangria thing? Yes, okay. it totally was. That's All what right. it reminded me of. I love sangria. But um, I'm a vodka guy. I go for... Okay. I like a vodka because it gets me drunk fast. And that's why you're in such good shape. And I like yeah. to get drunk faster rather than slower. Who wants and stay looking shredded? I like to get drunk slower. See, I don't really, really. I can like enjoy drunk. the that's wine. Why I like to sip it and Tequila, enjoy. like on, on some sips, like you start mm. to feel it more, you know? Mm. But um, I actually really like bourbon too. Um, <laughs> we have a great a great sponsor that's called Duke Bourbon. I actually really like that. Have I you had that a, at any of our stuff? I even had the Duke Bourbon. Okay, I want some. We need to bring you a bottle. bottle. I do like bourbon. Yeah. Okay. If you're cold, it will warm you up. Uh-huh. And you can drink it as fast as you want, so you can get there fast. <laughs> yeah. You know what warms me up is, my heart at least, Runaway June being in my studio. Thank you guys for Thank coming you. in. I want everyone to check out the album. It's really that good. A Blue Roses out on January 28th on Friday. I said January. I meant June, because you're runaway June. You're not runaway January. We're not. That would make no sense. Didn't fit on the business cards. We had to. (laughs) There was a runaway June curse. Was there? There is. Tell me about that. Cursed. Okay. What's that? If you ever see Um, us on a plane, get off that plane because it's not going (laughs) where you want. It's not going home. Oh, what's the curse? It's stopping in Laguardia. Let me tell you. (laughs) It's gonna take a detour to Midway in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it is. It's funny. We we joke that we're cursed because anytime we go to we we're leaving to go home, Uh there is always a travel anomaly. Problem. Anomaly. Anomaly. What? I can't say. Anomaly. Anatomy. Anomaly. Shut up, God. Anomaly. Anyway, so there's always an issue. Only only when we're coming home. So if we're going to a gig, don't worry. You can get on a plane. Totally fine. We've only missed one show because of travel issues ever in the last four years, but we've missed days off. Millions of days off. Yeah. 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 I'm with you, though. I've had like terrible travel luck lately. And I think it's because I've been spending so much time with you guys. That's probably it. Probably like five times this week. You need to chill on that. It's funny. We've met some of our friends in the airport. Like, um, who was it? It was. uh, Josh Turner, he was like going on an, on an airplane with us, uh, and it just got delayed for like five hours in the worst airport. <laughs> um, who else was it? We had some. We've had. You get the point. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, happy travels. I hope it gets better, uh, and Thank I think you, it will. Cody. With all the success, all the happiness, all the new albums out, you the can release it. All of it will be lifted. I <laughs> uh, love you guys. Thank you, Runaway Good June. To see you. Thank Cody. you. Thanks for listening to Cody Cast. Follow Cody right now at Cody Allen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hear Cody on hundreds of radio stations every day. And watch Cody on Hot 20 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m., 8 central on CMT. Bye for now.